You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 254. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on, guys? It's Thursday night. Thursday. Yeah, we made it. Yes, that's for Here sure. at Thursday the studio. Night. Best night of the week. Hey. Live under the lights. It's good to see you, Mike. Same here. Thanks. It's been a week of, uh, well, just trying to get from one week to the next. Yeah. Has it been busy for you? <laughs> oh, it's busy. But uh, that's the know. best you got, Mikey. That's the best I can know. Um, I got to uh, have lunch with Junior again today. Oh, that's ah, awesome! Like twice in a couple of weeks. So, how about that? Yeah, establishing a relationship. You are. What's are you on? Yoda? Huh? <laughs> are you Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> establishing a relationship. You are. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> How is everybody doing out there tonight? We're so happy to be with you. We got some uh, star-studded guests in the studio tonight. Lovely, man. It's awesome. What's going on, Mikey? You just told us. I did. Next? Next. <laughs> What's going on over there, babe? Oh, I not see much. you got your uh, Starbucks. Uh, what is that? Uh, the nitro? The nitro cold brew oh, with wow. cinnamon almond foam. Whatever you say. Well, yeah. I believe you. Yeah. It's good stuff. Let me tell you. It's fantastic really good stuff. We want to thank Carrie at the Simple Scone for sponsoring tonight's uh, God Stories Radio. <laughs> you bet. We want to thank her. Uh, we love her and we just appreciate her. Thank you, Carrie. Sending over those awesome, delicious scones. Always appreciate it. I'm still trying to convince her to do some keto ones. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> I, it might. You, you never know. You got to get to try the new one tonight. I did. Or you will. I, I will. I haven't yet. Yeah, they look delicious. Oh, my God. Pastor Chris Bone with us tonight having an aha moment over there. I am Li- indeed. I am <laughs> literally, literally. Literally drinking some apple ginger water. Uh, Fritz, Mike, Tina, thank you uh, for inviting me back. Uh, I love each and every time I have an opportunity to come and sit and talk. Uh, some nights, uh, obviously, more, um, you know, 
spontaneous than others, but yet uh, very excited to be in the house with you guys tonight. Um, and um, with uh, with one more guest, we uh, we have a, a friend who uh, first time on God Stories Radio, Mr. Mauricio Landy. Uh, Mauricio is a, a personal friend of mine. Um, you know, what's funny is I'll, I'll share a quick story. Um, my wife, Carrie, and Mauricio's wife, Jody met, and they actually set us up on a date, which was really funny. <laughs> Do you remember this? Like, we went out to Starbucks, like, one night. It was, like, 8 o'clock at night, and we go to Starbucks for coffee because, like, that's what adult men do, apparently. <laughs> and we're both there, like, sitting there awkward, like, oh, man, who's this guy that my wife set me up with? And uh, You know, I, I, I took that on my whole head. I, I, I totally <laughs> forgot about that, so thanks for bringing it up again. But it was um, it was an opportunity for uh, Mauricio and I to get to know one another and chat with. Um, we were able to chat and just kind of get to know each other, and and that's uh, what led to a good friendship between him and myself. As uh, as our families have become close, and we've been able to just kind of experience life. But uh, Mauricio, you're going to share some of your story tonight. But let me share with um, our our audience out there that you are a um, a big wig at Disney, and by that I mean you work for Disney. Oh my gosh! Um, I, you know, <laughs> in, in a leadership capacity where you help teach leadership to other people, so you are a, a leader of leaders. In, in, in essence, right? Um, You're in good company, brother. We're laughing with you. So, uh, and then uh, married to your your lovely wife Jody, you've got two beautiful she, daughters. She's the, she's, the, she's the actual boss. Yeah, she is. The <laughs> she's the leader of leaders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is going to be a good show. This is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and you uh, you got plugged in with us through our awakening community at church volunteer. Um, on our uh, security team and, you know, participate in different things that are going on in and through the life of the church. But it's awesome to to get to know you in that capacity. But uh, thanks for, for being here well, on GSR. Are you forgetting the, the, the most recent uh, reason we... Uh, you well, know? I was going to let you kind of talk about oh, that, okay. but okay. Uh, we recently invited... Or, or begged, you know, however you want to look at it, <laughs> y'all to to come on board at the Simple Scone, which is uh, the company my wife launched a, just a little over a year ago now. Um, and you guys have partnered up, and y'all, I, I I love the fact that y'all got up early and were slinging some stone, scones, and all I had to do was just show up and help deliver. And and it all started off with a mandate. See, yeah, a, a mandate, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you got okay. Uh, see that catch little trick on words there. It's going to be a great. That was good. That was good wordplay. You can yeah. catch the rest of that story on the Conquering Business Giants podcast. Amen. To Check that, them out, so. Conquering Business Giants. Well, glad to be here. Glad to glad to share the share the room with you guys, um, and to just talk through some some of the story, the power of the Christian testimony. Because I know, and I hope you will share just kind of how. Um, and I know we've talked about this, Mauricio, in the last uh, couple of years since you've plugged in with us through Awaken, how God has really been working on your faith um, personally and then through your family um, as well with your wife and your kiddos. And and I, I would mm -hmm. love to hear more from you and your perspective of that, because that's a cool story of how God can orchestrate even little conversations uh, to move in such a way to draw us closer to faith, closer to a faith community, closer to individuals who can help come alongside us and walk with us through 
um, our everyday adventures as we draw more and more near to Jesus. And and I've I've experienced that in friendship with you and friendship with everybody else in this room as well. But um, uh, you know, I, I'll I'll stop rambling and you can uh, you can start to step into that. That was an amazing introduction. How do you follow I, that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I really five, don't. Know. Podcast minute, over. Right. Five minute introduction. Wow. Wow. Um, I feel. Sorry. I feel. Well, I, first of all, I got to say something. So, Fritz, Mike, Tina, I am extremely happy and humbled to be here today because uh, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I have to be honest that I'm I'm sort of a new listener, and for you to invite me on here, I think is is uh, is quite humbling. So I'm I'm really really happy to be here. You're with you welcome all today. anytime, I'm brother. Super excited. So. We're I'm really happy to have you. We're very happy to have you. Not everybody says yes, Mauricio. Oh, we wow. ask a lot of people. D- didn't didn't know that. Well, so I'm yeah, happy some to be people here. are shy. You, you didn't know, know any better. Yeah. And we appreciate it. No. Yeah, and I think it's it's fantastic when people make a choice, a conscious choice, to share about what God is doing in their lives. You know, because this is what helps. Your story is what helps connect other people to Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the testimony that God gives us that we mm-hmm. can, you know, share with other people and and help lead them and show them what Christ is like in everyday life. Absolutely. Uh, I, if I could start off with that story of, of how uh, how I found him or how uh, how I got connected, um, it, it's it's gonna it's an interesting story. But um, you know, my whole life I, I've grown up going to church, right? Uh, from as little as I can remember, you know, Sunday, no matter what, push and shove, we were going to church and it was a requirement. It was, it was, it was a mandate for my family to go to church. <laughs> and, uh, we would, uh, I mean, my whole family would go. So it was, it was not just my immediate family, but it was cousins, aunts, uncles, we would go to the same church. And primarily we were going to a church, uh, because of the, uh, the priest that was, that was there and just the message that he would share. He was very honest, very candid and open. And, uh, and I mean, the, it was a packed house every time that, you know, uh, a Sunday came around. Um, but I, I never really understood the message and I never really, you know, just growing up, it was just, it was the mundane, just doing it over and over in the routine. Um, you know, fast forward, uh, college came, I moved out of the house, you know, came, uh, came to Orlando. I grew up in South Florida, I came to Orlando and, uh, and all of a sudden I felt really empty and it took me a while to figure out what, what that emptiness was, but, um, it was just odd. Uh, found my wife, you know, got married. We, I figured maybe, you know what, maybe I know what it is. Uh, volunteering. You know, I love, I love doing this. Maybe it's volunteering. I need to go out there. I did give kids the world. We, you know, a lot of volunteer activities that we did around uh, central Florida. And it was really awesome to kind of get involved and get connected. And that, that did fill my cup a bit. It really did. <clears throat> and uh, I kept, kept kind of growing in that uh, understanding. And, and then I started realizing, you know what it is? I do miss church. Like I'm, I missed being connected. And, uh, and I, and, and here's the crazy thing is I started going to different churches. I wasn't exactly happy with where I was at that immediate time. And I realized that it wasn't necessarily, I was looking for the right church. I was just trying to find the right message and the right person to deliver the message and the right person to get me connected. And the plug that I got to put in here is it's Chris. Like Pastor Chris is really who got me connected back again. And, and I can't thank you enough for that um, because it's truly changed my life in, in incredible ways. 
um, to the point where one of the things that I absolutely love about going to the awakened service and going, um, going to church on Sunday is the fact that I come in, we listen to the message. We sing some great songs, some great music, great production, you know, great, great message ultimately comes out, but I can actually go home and on Monday and on Tuesday and on Wednesday, I know what the message was and it's still sitting in my head Mm -hmm. and I'm still connected. I'm still trying to understand it. I'm still trying to develop it. Mm -hmm. And it it, it becomes this whole thing where the whole week is just a, a collaboration of that. And I think back and I'm like, I don't remember mm-hmm. that in the other no man know, we were, it was we were sunday and out baby we yeah. checked that box and we were good for the week and right wow. I, mean, I was i was thinking about that he mentioned he mentioned the word priest so i'm thinking catholic yep and um i was there too and mm-hmm. you know it was as you were saying that i started to think i, I like he just Fritz just said it's go check the box and leave. And there was no relationship with anybody. You would mm-hmm. just go to church, do the stuff, you know, the kneeling and up and down and, and then leave. And then that was it for the next week. Mm-hmm. And I think the danger with that is that so many people do that, but that is not um, fulfilling the goal of having a personal relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. which, not only, but which not is only key in uh, a relationship with God. Right. So, you know, we need people to realize that fact and to change what that looks like now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not trying to suggest you don't go to church, you know, if you're Catholic. Yeah, continue to go to church, but then you've got to get into your Bible and you've got to start digging in and you've got to start pursuing, you know, what God is is showing you and mm-hmm. putting on your heart. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like what's happening with you, Maurizio. It's affecting you not just on Sunday, but throughout the entire week. It is. It's something that honestly, where where I was getting my cup, you know, filled a little bit with with the volunteer work, and I love, I still love doing volunteer work. I think it is definitely something important, and is part of God's mission. But uh, but now I go to church on Sunday, and I fill my bucket like the whole thing is overflowing, mm-hmm. and I have to give, and it's it's amazing. It's such a great feeling, and it, it it's not. You know, I, I think at, at one point, you know, I had looked at it as, oh my gosh, what, what are these people doing? Like they're just, they're a little bit out there. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to go all the way out there mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and, and it's outside my comfort zone and I'm not really, that's not really who I am. And, uh, and there was a message and, and here, here I go, right? There was a message I heard one Sunday that totally changed my perspective. And one of those was I was coming into church and I loved hearing the message, but God, golly, there were people that were always raising their hands and they're always, you know, and, and it was like this, this, um, band club, you know, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really there. I don't, I, I don't understand. I'm not, I don't get it. And the message that was shared that Sunday was, well, when you go to a football game or a basketball <laughs> game <laughs> and you're cheering for your team, what do you do? What are the physical actions you do yeah. with your, and I'm like, oh boy, zero conviction there. Zero <laughs> yeah, conviction. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Like I get it now. I, I get it. Yeah. Cause the, you're cheering. I mean, you're literally cheering for what you believe in and, and, and that's, it's a great feeling once you get past that hurdle of, uh, of the stigma of what other people might yeah. think or perceive of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I noticed that too. There's a lot of people who are truly concerned with what other people are thinking mm-hmm. when they're worshiping or they'll hear the music, but they don't want to dance. Like they don't want to, 
you know, step outside of, of the box and it's, it's okay. You know, it's Mm -hmm. okay to enjoy Mm -hmm. the worship experience. It's okay to proclaim that, you know, those words that you're singing are touching your heart and your spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think the, the physical gestures are just manifestations of that. And, you know, to the, to the individual who comes to church, you know, you are not any more spiritual because you lift hands mm-hmm. than if you don't. Right. Um, everybody needs to worship um, in the way that feels comfortable to them. But I think, Mauricio, what you said earlier is there's the difference between uh, going through the motions of being present mm-hmm. and and having no connection with what's going on versus having connection with with what's going on i i'm mm-hmm. not like listen i'm not the hand raising jumping up and down kind of mm-hmm. kind of guy that's that's not usually my spirit now there's some there are some sundays where i've seen you do it I, i'll do it <laughs> mm-hmm. i've seen you jump the fence especially since uh. there's nobody in the building right now and it's a different story <laughs> no, just kidding but everybody is called to worship Everybody is not called to worship identically the same. No. Amen. So it, the the fact that you're you're recognizing that there was this shift from the monotony of going and doing and checking a box to something tangible has happened. I am making relationship, and I see why now. There are some who are in that Jesus fan club who raise their hands and sway their bodies and mm-hmm. and and you know carry big fish or big TV or do the YMCA whatever <laughs> wherever it is. That's a that's a Tim uh-huh. Hawkins reference. You can check it out on YouTube later. Um, <laughs> Javelin, uh, but it, you know all of us are called. I, you know, I, as you said this, as you guys were talking about this, I was thinking of, and I think it was G.K. Chesterton who said um, the quote that going to church. And sitting in a pew makes you no more of a Christian than going in the garage and saying you're a car makes you a car. Mm -hmm. And what we have to realize is there's a difference between saying something and being at a place versus being actually sold out and invested in the faith. And when Mm -hmm. you make it tangibly your own, something something beautiful happens. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what I'm what I'm hearing. Yeah. you know, and I, I think the the pre the the way I was before I was I was going to a spiritual gym. I was going to just follow the routine. You know, like I'm going through the gym and I'm going through the motions. But now I'm actually seeing results. Like now I'm actually mm-hmm. you know the diet has kicked in, if you will, uh, and and I realize what it was all about and and the efforts that I've, that I've been putting in. So that that's what made me so much more connected. And and I think that's the other thing is once you. Once you taste it, you know, once you really get in, you realize, oh my gosh, he's really here. He's really helping me out. He's really walking alongside me. Um, he's really helping my family out, my my work and my worries and my, all those things, they're off my shoulder. He, he's got me, right? We're in this together. All of a sudden you, you want more. Mm-hmm. And that's why I started volunteering at the church. And that's why I started doing security at the church. And that's why I started... Uh, you know, just getting more and more involved and, and like, give me more, give me more. You need a project. Okay, let's go do this. Let's go build a set. Let's go, you know, what else can I do to help out? Um, you know, I, I look forward to Bible study, you know, on Sunday uh, evenings. It, it's, it's something I actually enjoy and, and want to look forward to because I've connected with a lot of the friends, you know, we've made friends amongst uh, the, the church and, uh, and it's, it's great. It's a great feeling once you, uh, once you really get connected. 
It certainly is. I remember the first time I went from a Catholic service to a Christian non-denominational service and I was, my mouth was, my jaw was on the floor. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, it was unbelievable. And I even, that's when I even saw my first uh, verse from the Bible. It was uh, uh, 3, 5, and 6, Psalm 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Acknowledge him and you make your path straight. In all your ways. All yeah. your ways, yes. And that was the first thing. I was actually getting out of the seat, going to serve. And that was the thing there as I was trying to make my way through. And it was up on the screen in big letters. And I just saw that. And I said, Whoa. It's, it is interesting, you know, and, uh, you know, little church history. It was, you know, uh, part of the Reformation, like uh, Martin Luther and his, uh, his sola declarations that, you know, sola scriptura, that we are going to be people who are built on scripture alone in this Protestant, this Protestant Reformation that took place as they began to really push and, and invest. And you see that in so many of our our Protestant churches, which include our our non-denominational churches, our Methodist, our Episcopalian, and so on and so forth, churches that there's a heavy emphasis on taking God's word and tangibly connecting it with the people. And I, and I would advocate for going to and being connected in any church. Uh, yeah, yeah, there are some good Catholic churches. And I mean, I think you, you mm-hmm. advocated even for that, Mauricio, that, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. the church you, you were connected in, you know, they, they love Jesus. They were teaching people because it's the message that's drawing people in. It's, you know, and, and, you know, there's good Catholic churches. There's good Anglican churches, just as there's bad, but we'll, we, we'll, let's not focus on that. Let's mm-hmm. focus on the, on the good place. So finding a place where you can connect because in addition to connecting and reson- resonating with the message that comes, the scriptures, the, the Psalms, the Proverbs, the gospels, in addition to connecting with the word, it's connecting with the people. Um, Absolutely. You know, we are saved from uh, condemnation to community, right? We're saved from our sins and we're set apart to go and be with other people. So like churches, you know, then that opportunity to find the people. And, and you were just sharing, Mauricio, you have found some people to connect with. Mm-hmm. And that helps engage you and bring you back to being a part of, of what's going on. We don't want to be isolated, right? And, and, no. And that's what I was alluding to before yeah. when I said that, you know, he didn't uh, com- uh, connect with anybody too. As you know, it, again, the same thing with me, you know, the service was done and everybody rushed out through the car and it was mm-hmm. it, everything. See you later. See you next week. And, um, and I think we've lost some of the passion over the years. Cause you know, when you mentioned Martin Luther, I mean, he was willing to give his life to put the word of God into print, you know, mm-hmm. to, tra- I think it was translated from German mm-hmm. by him yep. and then put into print. Yep. And I mean, he, he was threatened. He was, you know, he, he went through it. And we don't really uh, have persecution like that to that level here Mm -hmm. uh, where we're at today. But the passion that was involved that he wanted to make the word of God accessible to the everyday person, to the common work person, somebody was willing to die for this purpose of just getting this word into your hands. And a lot of us don't take advantage of that. You know, the fact that here it is, a lot of us are very lukewarm about it. Um, but I really feel like now's the time to start getting passionate because, um, you know, we got to move past this sort of like temperate uh, 
feeling and attitude that we have towards God, we've got to start pushing harder to actually form a relationship with him and not just a superficial one, but Mm -hmm. one that actually has meaning where you're allowing him to be Lord over your life. Um, And I feel like that's what's really missing today with a lot of people who consider themselves Christian is that there's no evidence that Lord, the Lord is actually Lord over their life. They haven't surrendered things over to him yet. You know, something you're saying, Tina, is more important than ever right now, right? We're we're in a situation right now, uh, worldwide, right? And I, I hate bringing it up, but we're in a worldwide pandemic right now, and where I in in my in my corporate work uh, have been talking to a lot of people that are filled with anxiety, mm-hmm. filled with stress, mm-hmm. filled overworked, overloaded. Um, they don't know what to do with everything that's on their shoulders right now. And more so now than ever. Absolutely. People need to get connected. People yep. need to find that peace. And when, when you find that peace and you're able to lift that burden off your shoulders and say, Lord, help me through this, right? Walk me through this. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to put my whole faith and my whole trust, my blinded faith into you and let you guide me. Oh my gosh, the the difference that happens to the person mm-hmm. and just all of a sudden the positivity starts coming out. And I've seen that. I've seen that with my coworkers. I've seen that with a lot of people I've been working with that, um, you know, now that we're, we're in a state where we're working from home, um, we feel a little bit more comfortable sharing a little bit more about ourselves because initially it was very closed off and it's like, well, work is here and, and personal is here and you don't mix work with personal and those are two different lives. And, and now those lives, because we had no other choice are now very connected. And, and, and now that the dog walks behind you, the cat walks in front of you on the camera and you know, th- that's just the way it is when you're in this video they call to see the dog. They do uh, during her oh, yeah. calls. They'll say, can we see Oliver? <laughs> just got to make sure you got pants on these. Days. I know, I right? Mean, it is. It, it's, it, we've now completely integrated that. I, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to share this out there and I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to get, told uh, not to have said this. And uh, before you do, I want to welcome our family listening from Nigeria. He's, oh, he's there. Hello. Yeah, they're on tonight from Nigeria. And I think it's midnight or one o'clock in the morning there. I think it's about seven hours difference from here. Yeah. Something like that. So um, hello, family in Nigeria. Welcome. I think his yeah. name is Isaac. Isaac is what he goes by, but yeah. I can't, uh, I can't pronounce the other name, but anyway, <laughs> so welcome guys. So Mauricio, you you shared with me a story of that integration recently about a a lady you had a conversation with through work who you came to find out oh, yeah. was, was lived nearby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you can you share that? So so um, <laughs> I'm gonna choose my words carefully because there's things I can't share. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, uh, I'm having conversations right now with with a lot of our uh, our coworkers and trying to work out different you know things to try to help uh, bring this. Uh, mess that we're in uh, and try to line some things together. And, and basically I've been making some phone calls out. Um, and uh, I, I called one of these uh, individuals and uh, they had some questions about work. They had some questions about benefits. They had some questions about what they can do to come back in and, and, and being on furlough and not really sure what's going on. And I started talking to her. Uh, well, here's, here's actually the funny thing is when I, when I went to go make the phone call, the first thing I found out is that she's not only just furloughed, but she's also on a leave of absence. 
So she, she's, she's just, you know, medical concerns. And I said, well, hold on, before I go in and actually start this conversation and before I kind of, you know, get into the weeds of what the issue is, I, I said, let me pause, let me step it back a second. And I, and I don't know if it's just the Lord talked to me and just said something and said, I said, Hey, how are you? How are you feeling? Are you okay? Like, I, I'm just checking in on you. I just want to make sure that you're, you're doing okay. And you know, part of, part of our family and you're, you, you know, and she's like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And I appreciate that. And she just started talking to me a little bit about what's going on and you know, her injury and how that happened. It was a personal injury and her husband is telling me about her son. And all of a sudden, I mean, we're in a 20 minute conversation, just talking about just having mm-hmm. dialogue. I mean, some people just haven't had the opportunity to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. And, uh, and just having that dialogue, even though she was calling into work because she had questions that she needed to get resolved. Um, we just started talking. So eventually she, she's like, wait, hold on. What was I, what was I calling about? And I said, well, you know, I, I think you had some questions about some benefits and some things. And I said, okay. So we started looking, got her questions solved and everything. And she's like, you know, this is so great that you talked to me and I appreciate it. And she, and she said something about like, you know, can I pray for you? Can we, and I said, yeah, absolutely. I said, we can definitely do it. And I said, gosh, such a, such a great thing that we can actually do that. Um, and then I said, Hey, what, out of curiosity, I'm just wondering what, what, what church do you go to? And she's like, oh, I go to the First United Methodist Church down the road. And I said, <laughs> and I looked at it and I looked at her and I'm like, hold on, you, you live in the same city I live in. And I'm like, I said, hold on a second. I said, so, so not only do we go to the same church, but we actually live next to each other. We actually lived in the same neighborhood. Wow. Um, and it was all literally, we, we ended up feeling such a huge connection just because we go to the same church. So it wasn't even because we work for the same company. Or we live in the same neighborhood, but it was the fact that we go to the same church that got us. Really Gosh, connected. what a boost of confidence and morale that is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The, wow. I think just the phone call itself was. Uh, oh, yeah. It, that Pretty was God ordained. Yeah. But I love that that just um, that a story just amplifies the fact that we need to care about people. Mm-hmm. We need to connect with people. We need to care about them. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. And if we aren't going to do it then it's not going to get done. Yeah. And if he had been just do your job sterile. Yeah. Never would have found that out. No. Yeah. 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 And now you've made a friend, you know, a personal connection and a friend. Um, Like Jake at State Farm. (laughs) (laughs) What are you wearing, Jake? (laughs) Khakis. 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 It's, um, yeah. And not to go off on a, on a rabbit trail or a side tangent, but you know, there is an idea of, of marketplace ministry and, and it's actually part of the Bible study that, um, we're doing on Sunday evenings is how do you work as worship and how do you bring worship into work? And, um, maybe, maybe that will be a conversation for, uh, for another day, but I thought it was really interesting as you were talking about just making these connections that, you know, as you begin to walk with Jesus, you begin to tangibly notice and you build relationships and you build connections and you're able to talk and 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 weave your work and your your spiritual life into every aspect of what you're doing all of a sudden now you have a conversation with someone you feel led in the spirit and you're able to pray with and for them and lo and behold the connection is not just that you know you live in the same community you live in the same neighborhood you work at the same place, but it's because you have connected through the local church, through the body of Christ. And um, there's that tangible aspect of what's, what's navigating it, which is just mm-hmm. so beautiful in my opinion. <laughs> it is. It's a lovely thing. And, you know, there's an element of risk involved. And I think we're at the point in time in, in the world right now where risk is going to be required, you know, mm-hmm. the Bible talks about the fact that we are going to have to proclaim 
you know, that we are believers and that we follow Christ. And, you know, there is an element of putting yourself out there that's required with our faith. Mm. Um, so, you know, you cannot keep hiding behind the curtain. You're going to have to get out there at some point. You know, we, we were talking about that just the other day when, when, when I was over here for uh, Conquering Business Giants and we were discussing that a little bit. And, and I had mentioned that, uh, that on our Sunday Bible studies, we talk about, uh, work, worship is work and, and how do you bring that in? And, and that's one of the messages that I can't share enough is it, it's not about going into work and saying, Hey, I'm Christian. We're all going to sit and pray and this is what we're going to do. And, right. and, 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 you know, that that's not the way to do it. Mm. Um, but to say, hey, my door's open, and if you ever want to come and have a conversation about Christ, or if you ever need need a prayer, or if you ever need, you know, I'm here and I'm welcoming and I'm and I'm open to that. Um, that gives the other person the option, and and then now I know I can engage with you or not. And the irony of it is, more people are going to end up engaging with you than you have thought. Mm-hmm. Well, and I right. can uh, I can attest to that because when I was at Disney, I wasn't boisterous about my faith. But, but everybody knew it only because of just mm-hmm. my demeanor and how I treated people exactly. and I treated them equally. And we would always have these sidebar conversations and I would always be encouraging everybody. Mm-hmm. And I would try not to be fake about it, but I would try to really encourage people right. and point out their strengths and not their weaknesses. And, you know, come to find out people are watching. They are and at watching. the end of the day, just mm-hmm. like you said, they're going to come to you. And I never knew until I left Disney how many people that were watching me mm-hmm. and taking notice mm-hmm. and how many people said that they missed me being around and what a morale boost right. I was to the team. And I said, well, I appreciate the compliment. It wasn't me. It was father. But still, mm-hmm. I was just wanted to say you are absolutely right. And especially the work environment right. well, that you're in. I was going to add to what you just said that you ha- when you go to work, you got to also be the Bible, you know, yeah, it's walk the, talk. the only Bible, right? They, absolutely. They may read. That's for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was, um, man, who said it? I think it was brother Lawrence talk about quoting some old, old dead guys, uh, <laughs> who said, uh, in everything you do, do so to the glory of God. And he used the example of the dishwasher. Like if you wash dishes, wash dishes to the glory of God. <laughs> and like, how many of us take that approach to, you know, life, let alone work like that. We live in such a way that when we walk out of the house, we are the only gospel some people might ever see that, mm-hmm. that our, our words are salted and seasoned with the gospel. Our actions are salted and seasoned with the gospel. And that when we interact with people, it's not disingenuous, but it's like, it's legitimately who we are. Um, and we were having this conversation as we like beforehand, like the, the, you know, the, you, that you are the authentic, you, like being you in front of everybody um, so that your life is, uh, you know, in alignment with and representative of, you know, the gospel of Jesus, you know, his, his hope, his grace, his mercy, that as he uh, was at first John three sixteen like no greater love than this, that he who would be willing to lay down his life and, and die for, die for a friend, for right? A brother, that, yeah. um, that is, as Christ laid down his life and we model our lives after Christ, that we're willing to be sacrificial and lay ourselves down to love others. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that is the embodiment of the gospel of his love and his grace that we live out in, in how we live our lives, that we right. take that into every, every area and every aspect. 
Yeah, I just keep thinking about the words authentic and genuine as you were talking, because I feel like we live in a day where people are afraid to be authentic and genuine. Mm -hmm. Um, They're more concerned about how the appearances are and so forth. And we really need to move past all of that. It's a time to just be real. And, you know, if we could let those walls start coming down, we would realize we're a lot more similar than we are different, Mm -hmm. you know. And right now we're living in a culture and a time where everybody is being very divisive about how different we are, but we really need to come together in unity and start focusing on the things that actually um, are we're similar on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we could get rid of a lot of these pretenses, these false pretenses, people would start to see the genuine, the authentic person mm-hmm. behind the face i think at the end of the day it's what they want it's what yeah. they're looking you for think? yeah yeah all right uh, colossians three twenty three. whatever you do work at it with all your heart as working for the lord not for human masters since you know that you will receive an inheritance for the lord as a reward it is the lord christ you are serving that's what i'm talking about what's mm-hmm. your integrity look like when nobody's watching mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you think nobody's watching. They are watching. Oh, yeah. Just like you noticed. Yeah. I noticed How do you wash them dishes when you're by yourself? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I probably don't dry them well enough when I'm by myself. But that's <laughs> I, I never do them right, but yeah. I, I at least attempt. You can ask my wife. My wife I never load the dishwasher right. <laughs> <laughs> don't get Prince started, I don't, please. I, we won't go there, we won't go there. <laughs> I plead the fifth on that one. But... but Mike, you bring up a great scripture, like in everything you do live in such a way that you, you're working to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, Tina, you brought up a, you, you brought up a great thought. Like we are more alike than we are not. We are, we have more in common than we don't. Like if, if you cut anybody, to, what's the question? Like if you cut me, do I not bleed? Like we are, you know, and I preached on this some time back, like we are made in the image and likeness of God. We bear the Imago Dei, Genesis one twenty seven, And if we're made in the image and likeness of God, then God made all of humanity. Uh, God is a God who loves beautiful tapestries. So God has created this uh, tapestry of colors when it comes to skin tones and textures. Um, but God has made all of us that there, in my opinion, and and maybe people will disagree with me. I I, I think there's only one race. It's the human race. Mm-hmm. In, Amen. In Amen to that. Beautiful hues that God has created, mm-hmm. um, because we are again are more alike than than not. And whether I have you know a, a white pigmentation and and my, my brother has a a black pigmentation, we are brothers united in Christ, and that you know we will go to the same heaven. Uh, we will be standing before the same God. Mm-hmm. We will be judged for the, you know, the the actions that we have, and we will spend eternity together. And I was talking with somebody recently that, like, if we can't learn to love in the here and now, um, heaven will become hell because mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. heaven will be all about the the then and there where we are united together with all of these people. Like, mm-hmm. we need to get along now for then. <laughs> like yeah. That. We were actually talking about it on a different God Stories radio show, but just that, you know, if you're a Christian, there's no color barriers there Mm -hmm. because you're a Christian first, you know, amongst anything else. And 
you know, really color doesn't even matter or come into play because mm-hmm. it's about that brotherhood, sisterhood. It's a family of Christ united mm-hmm. for the same single purpose, you know, which is to glorify Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever way that we can do that, that's our job. That's what we do. That's why we were created uh, for his pleasure. So, you know, again, it's, We've, we've become a society of such division. Let's try to find ways that we can unite with people and connect with people and celebrate the similarities rather than trying to become divisive and argumentative and, and so forth. And, you know, I'm guilty of this too, because I have folks and family members that, you know, have very, very differing opinions. But at the end of the day, I keep telling myself the same thing. We have to love each other and agree to disagree. And it's okay. It's okay if they don't see things the way that I see things. I will just pray for them that they will receive whatever God's truth is for them in their life. Because it may not even look like what I think the truth is. Mm -hmm. It may look very different from what I believe um, in my heart. So, you know, I have to pray for myself too, that I would come to the same realization that whatever God wants me to see his truth, that I see it. And that's all that matters, everyone, is God's truth. It doesn't matter if it's your truth or their truth. It's God's truth that matters. Amen. Hey, man, you guys are lighting up the chat tonight. I can't even keep up, man. He's going to preach it, Pastor Chris. Uh, hello, Mauricio. Uh, hello, Pastor Chris. Amen, amen, and amen. Oh, man, it's just... Uh, we'll take all the amens. It's, oh, yeah. it's awesome. Can I awesome. get an amen? <laughs> you got three. Uh, you know, regardless, I think when you look at humanity, right? So you mentioned that, Chris. You know, we are all humans. We're one race humanity. We're all seeking one thing. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be happy. We're looking for happiness. We're looking for whether it's it's my own happiness or the fact that I can make you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, as a parent, right? I want to make sure my children are happy and safe and right. Continue that, but but happiness unites us. Happy, happiness is really what kind of brings us together. A lot of the big brands out there market happiness because no pun intended, right? Uh, because uh, it, it is, it's true, right? And, and behind that psyche is that whole happiness. So if you think about it that way, um, what are the barriers that are stopping people from accomplishing their happiness? And, and and maybe that barrier is they don't see Christ. They haven't gotten connected. Maybe that barrier is, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 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 person that's in their household that's not that's not allowing them to have that happiness. Whatever the case is, right? But I think that's what ends up uniting us. It's a simple message. Mm-hmm. Well, the, 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 I mean, the gospel message is a simple message. It's, I think some of us overcomplicate it, but mm, amen. you know, it, Mauricio, you're, you're spot on. Like we, we are united in the business of bringing joy, right? Mm-hmm. People want to find joy. They want to find happiness. They want to find fulfillment. Um, and you know, where does our ultimate joy or ultimate happiness, our ultimate fulfillment come from? You know, we believe around this table. It comes in the form of Christ uh, in through re- relationship, and then from there, Mercy, just as you said, we we have experienced the happiness in Christ, and we impart that to those who are around us, to our children, to our spouses, mm-hmm. to our families, to our friends, and and as we do so, we take a a beautifully simple message, and God, 
please don't overcomplicate it mm-hmm. and just bring it, bring it, share it, love it, do it, and and stop, you know, making it more difficult than it needs to be. Yeah, we're great at complicating things. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, and that's where you get the looks when you try to complicate or to keep going and going and going when you should have stopped ten minutes ago. Yeah, I have a problem with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you're, you're welcome to the Theologian Overthinkers podcast. <laughs> I'm coming back with that. No, you're right. Like I, uh, I've been meeting. I've been meeting with a mentor who uh, first meeting was like, "Chris, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. You need to shut up and listen more." How? Oh, I was like, "Wow." He's like, "Yeah, just read it. It's in it's in uh, the Book of James. Uh, talk less, listen more." Um, you know, I'm like, Hamilton. Wasn't that Hamilton? I was just thinking that was Hamilton too. <laughs> Yeah, yep. it was one of the songs. You punch the burr, sir. <laughs> Be slow to speak. Yes. Or quick to listen, slow to anger. What is it, James 3? You have to get a look at my playbill up there before you leave. Oh, Je- I'm jelly, man. I'm jelly. You jelly? Oh. Well, I mean, Chris to bone jelly. Let me mark that. How many minutes? 40, 40 minutes, 30 seconds. <laughs> Replay that over. <laughs> we'll find this. Hold on. Please hold for the next. Never mind. I'll find it later. Oh. It's it's somewhere in the book of James. I'll look it yes, up. Yes, it is. But uh, do you have it, Mike? Uh, no, James I, rocks. I think it's four. I, I he said to, three. I think it's four. I have to have Mike a week book. of repentance after I read James. I'm, yeah, really. <laughs> I love that book, though. I do too, man. Hebrews, James. Oh, it's James one one nineteen. Is it really? Uh, yeah, dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be. Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Mm-hmm. Like we need to be, uh, I think, in society today, uh, living out those words more than ever. Uh, quick to listen, slow, slow to, to speak, speak, slow to anger. And just like that guy told you, yeah, shut up, shut listen. up. That was it. Uh, you know, because if we keep rambling, which I do have a tendency to do. Ray says James will kick you in the teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you, Chris. (laughs) Just sometimes got to just zip it and listen. It's Mm. not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. Uh, The the truth is, is that we are all works in progress Mm -hmm. and we will be until the Lord calls us home. And that's why we need Jesus. And that's why we need each other too, as mm-hmm. community, as a community of believers. You know, we need to surround ourselves by people who will help us through our journey. You know, it takes a good friend to be able to tell you, "Hey, just shut up and listen." Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but he means it in love, and you that's understand right. he means it in love. And I'm not even smart enough to challenge him, but yet I do. But the truth is, like that Moses. could be said to any one of us. Yeah, like you know, because you know. again, we're more alike than we are different. Yeah. You know, a lot of us need to just shut up and listen. Right. And like you said, a good friend Amen, Tina. will tell you what you need to be, what needs to be said. Yes. And then you have to listen. Yes. Yeah. Listening and receiving are uh, something we're not great at, but no. definitely something we need to work on. Uh, Tina, as you said, I think of what Paul, the apostle Paul says in Ephesians, he says, for you are God's workmanship. workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for you, for us, for all of us to do. You know, we are his workmanship. We are, uh, the, the word there is like a, a uh, it's conveying the idea of a master artist who is 
putting together a sculpture or a painting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a perpetual work in progress until it's until it's finally accomplished. Um, and in this case, for you and I, you know, we're never fully accomplished until we're brought into glory with God mm-hmm. in eternity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anybody out there who's listening and feeling like you you have not fully arrived. You haven't. You're still a work in progress. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah and it's it okay. It's okay to not be perfect. Nobody's requiring you smiles. to be perfect. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Joe Armsby, thank you for the uh, James reference. <laughs> <laughs> As he just texted that to me. Awesome. Oh, did he? Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. He's um, not on. He's not listening. What is he doing? <laughs> he just texted James one nineteen. I'm like, oh, it, just, man. it just came to yeah. him. It did. He like, he's like, <laughs> by osmosis, right? For some reason, I think Pastor Chris needs this right now in this moment. <laughs> the Spirit's speaking. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man, gosh, I go forever. Oh really? <laughs> wow, fifty. Wow, thanks for everybody tuning in on Mixler tonight. You dialed into a good one tonight. I want to. Thank Pastor Chris and Mauricio for being here tonight. And uh, maybe you'll come back and we'll do a testimony A to Z. I'd be honored. That would be awesome. awesome. I'd love for the GSR fam to get to know you. I'd love to get to know the family too. So this is a a great opportunity too to be able to share the word and talk out and and be real. That's what Mm -hmm. I I like about this. It's real to real conversation. Tonight we didn't have an agenda and, and yet, you know, Got some great information out of it. I never today. plan anything when uh, Pastor Chris comes in. Because <laughs> I, I just the, the Holy Spirit shows up and it just rocks. It just, we open our mouth and it goes. It's Father's agenda and it's, it's great every time, man. Yep. But I knew it was going to be good. It was double trouble having you in here tonight. So <laughs> just really appreciate it. Once again, want to thank the Simple Scone for sponsoring tonight's uh, God Stories Radio. Thank you, Carrie. We appreciate that. Love you, Carrie. And uh, listen, if you want to be a guest on God Stories Radio, you got a testimony boiling and you need to share it. If you have a God story, you're not necessarily want to do the testimony, but you want to share a stint in your day or something God did for you. Contact us, GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, contact us at GodStoriesRadioTina at gmail.com. She does all the booking because Mikey and I are very suspect when it comes to book work. <laughs> so uh, contact Tina and we'll get you uh, set up we can have you live here in the studio such as these fellas are tonight we'd love that or if you just prefer not to be on a microphone you can write it down and we'll read it we've cool. we've read testimonies before and, and we love that but we'll take it anyway you can be a call in we can get it you can be a call in we can Skype we can Zoom we can I, I don't know <laughs> something we hadn't thought of yet we'll try it why not <laughs> I'm but, sure it's uh, being thought of. Yeah. Oh, a, yeah. A willingness to uh, to try because, you know, whatever you can do to get the gospel message out there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that, is, that is so right. And listen, if you haven't followed us on Mixlr, I'd love for you to follow us. And then I can see who you are and give you a shout out. Mr. Jay Calhoun is on. Ray Ray all day. Robert Herman and our friends in Nigeria. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I see a bunch of other people on. And if you'll follow us, I can give you a shout out. And I can see who you are. Would love that. Thank you very much. So we also have one Facebook like. We do. And who is that? That's Teresa Sagan. So thanks, Teresa. I appreciate that. And that is, uh, gosh, 500 and I mean, 833, somewhere around there. 33. Yeah. Wow. That's wonderful. Hey, you're getting close to that uh, four digits. I know. I know. 
the simple scone, those uh, hot on our trails. Really? Wow. Not, not, not even close. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> not even so close. if you if you're out there and you haven't liked the simple scone on Facebook, if you could guys could go and do that, that would be awesome. You owe it to yourself to have a simple scone. That's I would you just, I would second that. You would owe you owe it to yourself. Treat wow. yourself. Well, we love you guys and we appreciate it. Um, and it's awesome to share with with Mauricio and just, you know, been an honor to walk beside you and see what God's doing in your life and uh, exciting it for this this business adventure. You know, the the mission behind the Simple Scone is to bring a good product, um, bake it in love and, and share it with the community, you know, and, and do so in such a way that, you know, you can use God's gifting to bring uh, God glory through just good food. They don't even charge extra for the love. Oh man, no, no way. <laughs> no, Carrie put that. some extra love in ours tonight, man. She didn't even charge me extra. <laughs> So you get the love for free. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm, that'll preach, won't it? Right there. <laughs> I, I think so. Don't get me started. I'll pass it over to Chris and we'll have some church. <laughs> we could Start do that. some hand clapping and get it going up in here. Well, hey, Are you going to marinate on it? <laughs> <laughs> or I could stew on it. I could stew on it yeah. or I could marinate. You yeah. like that, didn't you, yeah. Mikey? Yeah. yeah. You feel free to just, use that. Just, no, just royalty gla- free. Glaze over it. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. I think it's the end of the night. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you, Marie, too. That's a good one. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Oh, man. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll I can't remember. It's uh, what session number this is. 254. 254. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for session 254. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless.